Welcome to Elderberry Tales. Grab your favorite pillow and a curious heart. It's time for a story. Elderberry Tales is a storytelling podcast featuring inspiring and engaging stories for kids. Ancient wisdom, timeless tales, and contemporary heroes. Connect with us on Facebook and Instagram and listen on your favorite podcast player. The folklore in Kid Cryptid wouldn't exist if it weren't for the rich history and vibrant cultures these stories come from. While we do our best to provide accurate information, we recognize that we are, at best, amateurs here. This podcast is best considered for entertainment purposes only, and it comes from a place of love and respect for the peoples behind the lore. Now, on with the show. Hi there, I'm Sean, and you're listening to Campfire Compendium, a kid-cryptid mini-episode where I talk about urban legends and unsolved mysteries perfect for talking about around the campfire. Who put Bella in the witch elm? The question splashed in paint on the building walls perplexed the people of Birmingham in 1943. In April of that year, three boys had been out in the woods hunting for bird nests to rob of eggs. World War II had been raging for a while, and England had suffered years of German bombing runs, and people were always on the lookout for ways to supplement their rationed food stocks. So they weren't doing anything that out of the ordinary. Their hunt took a dark turn, however, when one of the boys climbed up an old, overgrown witch elm in search of a nest. Looking down into the hollowed trunk, he saw something odd shaded in the darkness. He reached in and pulled out a human skull. A clump of hair still clung to a portion of it. Terrified, he put it back in the tree trunk, and the boys left the woods, swearing not to tell anyone about what they had found. They had been trespassing and poaching after all, and they didn't want to get into even more trouble. The shock of what they had found became too much for one of the boys, however, and he did wind up telling his father what happened. Police were summoned, and an investigation kicked off immediately. Tearing into the tree, investigators found the decayed remains of a woman with a torn piece of some of her clothing stuffed into her mouth. If that wasn't unusual enough, she was also missing a hand, the remains of which would be found nearby. They were also able to determine that she had been about five feet tall and around 35 years old. Based on the condition of the remains, they concluded that she had been in the tree for around 18 months, or a year and a half. And that's about as far as the investigation got. Despite all the information they were able to glean from the remains, investigators were unable to identify her. They searched through the records of thousands of missing people and nothing added up. They checked with area dentists for records, as the skull had very distinct crooked teeth. That didn't turn up anything either. Nor did anyone come forward with any information about who the woman could have been. As the investigation stalled, the public lost all interest and went about their daily lives. The war was still in full swing, and there was plenty to occupy their minds besides the mystery of the corpse in the tree. By Christmas 1943, people had pretty well forgotten all about it. So why did people start calling her Bella? Well, that started with the graffiti. Just as it seemed like the case was going to stay cold, 
Someone began painting who put Bella in the witch elm in various places around town. Did the painter know something? Were they taunting the police? The responsible party was never found, but because of their work, everyone began calling the deceased woman Bella. This kicked off a new round of speculation about what had happened. The first theory that really took off was that she was the victim of some dark magic ritual. Her severed hand and the scattered bones shared some qualities with a ceremony known as the Hand of Glory. However, this theory ultimately went nowhere, as no other evidence could be found to back up anything involving the occult. The second theory gained even more traction was that she had been a Nazi spy. Birmingham had been a major source of munitions production, and would have made sense as a location for a spy to establish herself. In 1953, a journalist received a letter from a woman who claimed that her husband had fed information to a Nazi spy, and that one night when he was supposed to meet him, her husband found him arguing with a Dutch woman. The spy wound up killing the woman, and the two men hid the body in the woods. Investigations into the claim were able to verify some of the events, but not all of them. Unfortunately, investigators were unable to interview the husband. After witnessing the murder, he suffered a nervous breakdown and died in 1941. Would he have been able to put an end to the mystery of the dead lady in the tree? Or was he privy to a totally different murder? There are just enough holes in the story to cause some doubt. So I'll leave it with you, dear listeners. Who put Bella in the witch elm?